0: And welcome to Hamstrings and Heartstrings, where running is great.
1: Except when it's not. I'm Ellie.
0: And I'm Chris. Is it uh, your pace or mine today, Ellie?
1: Why don't you start, Chris?
0: I will happily start because, <laughs> because this is going to be your show, miss. Um, so I will start. By telling you that I am officially running two times a week, um, wow! Well, you know, and and yes, that is that it's actually a wow because I have I don't think I've run I mean for the whole month I've run twice a week consistently, so I feel like some sort of uh, schedule hero, um, and. After February 1st, I will be adding in a third day of the week. So, I'll be up to three days a week. Isn't that amazing?
1: Does your cumulative weekly mileage equal frozen branch?
0: (laughs) Stop it.
1: I think you need to get there.
0: I, I, I (laughs) I will when I get to frozen branch. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my weekly mileage. Um no, so I'm running about uh 5 miles on Thursday and 7 to 8 on a weekend day. So I'm up at like 13 miles. That's almost Frozen Branch. Frozen Branch will be 15 and a half. So like All I'm right. I'm almost there. You know? That sounds I mean, pretty good. I mean, Here's the thing, I'm I'm doing it. I'm, I'm like, yeah, there I'm like, you go. <laughs> but I, I will add in Tuesdays soon. Just are not, you doing
1: anything besides like like cross training or something? I mean, frozen branch. What's that going to be like a ski slash snowshoe? So you could probably do some of that.
0: Yeah, um, well, we're hoping there's going to be snow with our current weather. Um, it might just be mud, which would be go- yeah. Go- I hope gross. you don't have
1: a day like today. Today was. Yuck. today was a day where I was glad that I had a friend to run with because it just would not have been very good if I was yeah
0: did you um so in this weather so our weather is what uh thirty six degrees and rain is that what you got
1: we had sleet
0: yeah so how do what do you do for your hands do you wear gloves in this yes. kind of weather
1: I wear so anything below forty seven I wear light gloves. Anything below 30, I wear my mittens. Anything below 22, I use hand warmers. Today, I knew I was going to, they were going to get cold. So I actually, cause it was 35. So I wore my lighter gloves and they did get soaked. Like my hands were numb by the end. Um, But yes, that's what I do because I have poor circulation in my hands.
0: Yeah, and my thought is like, uh, so my problem is that your gloves get wet. You know, they like, do. They just they just get wet, and so they get cold. And then what do you do with wet and cold? You know.
1: I mean, after a while, I just didn't really. I mean, I know that it's going to be kind of uncomfortable. But, again, that's why I say I was glad I had a partner today. And so I was just talking to him the whole time. So I don't know. I mean, I know they're going to get wet. It's kind of like don't avoid the puddles in a trail race because there's no point in that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, exactly. You just go through the puddles. I mean, your feet are going to get cold. With my hands, I always find, like, with rain that's under 40, like, the gloves don't help because they just get soaked, and then you just
1: Rain under 40 is terrible. I, last year, last season, like, when I was training for Buffalo, I got hypothermia once. I probably would have gotten hypothermia today if I was out there longer than I planned to be, um... Yeah, on days like this, it's like there's toughness and then there's like, all right, cut your run short or like go on the bike for a little bit. Like, yeah. I mean, there, thankfully, we decided to do our weekly workout yesterday because the weather was going to be so bad. So today was just an easy run. So that's kind of nice. We sort of try to plan around the weather.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's not doing you any, well, for what you're going after, it's not doing you any good to actually end up hurting yourself for 30 more minutes outside.
1: No, but we did um, talk about Scotty Jacobs, and I and I told Vade about the Grindstone 100 and how it's basically my definition of hell on earth. Yeah, but it's perfect for Scotty, and because I was saying that apparently he's like crushing the Ithaca Winter Series 5Ks right now, and I was like, oh, weather like this is like what Scotty loves, and then I told him about Grindstone and how there's usually a nor'easter going through, and yeah so um some people just love this weather, and i I feel like it's a type two and a half fun because sometimes <laughs> I'm like that was a little dumb, but like I do feel tougher, but only sometimes.
0: Yeah, um Scotty, so grindstone is a hundred miler down in Virginia, and it's usually what the first week of October, something like that and um, it
1: starts at six pm
0: six p.m and uh Scotty did now Scotty's real good and uh he did a thirty-one hour hundred miler in a hurricane. Um Grindstone has had in the past four years two hurricanes and a uh cancellation because of a government shutdown. So you really gotta want that race. <laughs> uh now however I was there with Jamie Hobbes this year well 2019 and it went great everybody had perfect conditions it was amazing wonderful conditions um but scotty did it in a hurricane <laughs> so you know so
1: that's that's just scotty's just a level above me
0: well he's he's different he's a different uh he's a different cut i think know?
1: it's that beard like he it must just you know give him some sort of like shield
0: yeah the power beard
1: in my next life, I will, like, try to grow a <laughs> beard, and it'll
0: be there. Why don't you start now?
1: I could, actually.
0: Just push I, one out.
1: Knew. Just push one out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, miss. So now you know what I've been up to. I've been wandering around two days a week, and um, I am professionally swamped with computer dork things that... um are causing me a different level of stress. But you are five weeks away from the Olympic trials, right? I am. So that's our topic for today. Topic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I am five weeks out from the Olympic trials. And I actually just wrote a blog post about this. Um, So if anyone wants to check that out. Uh, on my website com, about this training cycle kind of being a little bit like setback after setback and it's not anything I'm looking for pity about because it's really just the way training is and how training life is but um, in the in the beginning of January no end of December beginning of January I had a little bit of IT band issue oh yeah we talked about this in the last episode because I said today I ran for 45 minutes it was a miracle so I had a little bit of IT band issues for about two three weeks um in the end of December and a little bit of the beginning of January but thankfully that sorted out and I had some pretty strong pretty good weeks of running back um my You had
0: a t- uh, you had a 20 miler.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I did run 20 miles.
0: You had a 20 miler, Ellie Pell?
1: I know, on a treadmill. And-
0: in training, not in the race.
1: <laughs> I know. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: You had a Well, tw-
1: technically it didn't say run twenty miles. I just did it said run eighty minutes, easy, and then run this and then run this and then run this, some intervals at marathon pace, and it ended up being twenty miles.
0: Oh, an, an accidental twenty miler.
1: <laughs> yeah, well not. I mean I just do what the minutes say. So Uh-huh. But anyway, I had some pretty good weeks and it was a little bit convenient, but stinks too because my teammate chelsea has had a little bit of knee and achilles issues so she actually was off the same time i was so um we've been coming back and training together and so i've been doing her workouts and they were going pretty well like i was very happy with the 20 miler that we did and had some marathon pace at the end and it was hard but i'm happy to finish like a a long run with that has intervals and then uh that monday i got hit with a chest cold and 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 then so this past week has just been not a very good week of running workout wise for me uh easy runs and things like that are all right but once i try to get like above a 545 pace or just sustain that for longer than like a mile my, I, get sh- I was getting shortness of breath and like tightness in my chest and it just, I would have to stop. And so uh, I bombed two workouts this week and uh, so that happened. And I mean, and it's just, I'm someone that's more of like, rather than I, having much natural talent, I'm more of a workhorse. And so when I can't work through something just by working harder and telling myself to suck it up which is what sickness is, it's very frustrating for me because there isn't really anything I can do besides modify the workout and then rest. So that was kind of frustrating. And I had a little bit of an internal moment yesterday and was just kind of throwing myself a pity party. But um, I'm feeling better today. And so... It might be this buildup has not been the ideal buildup and just based on how the course is in Atlanta and just the buildup that I've had, I'm going to have to run a very smart race and it just, it's probably not going to be my best performance, but it's like anything what I take with the training that I have and I will do the best that I can. But on a lighter note, my teammate Bailey uh, she is the fittest I've ever seen her. And she's crushing everything. And so at least Chelsea and I are like taking comfort in the fact that like, we're helping Bailey get to the fittest that she is. And so that feels pretty good. So if I can't be in my fittest prime, at least one of my teammates is and that feels really good to me.
0: Do you? Um, so you're bummed because you, you blew two workouts but in a uh 10 week you know lead up you have 50 workouts let's say let's say you're doing five times a week maybe you're doing six times a week but you have 50 to 60 workouts you you blew two of them
1: okay no no we have two workouts a week
0: okay so you but you're you're running five to six oh, days a just week oh you mean
1: right? i have like 50 runs
0: Yeah, maybe 50 to 60 runs, but with your team where you're on the track and you're like doing your speed stuff or you're doing, you're doing your prescribed workouts, but really in the grand scheme of things, like you're feeling crappy about two times when you didn't hit your marks, are you, yeah. the t- are you the type of person that's going to go, uh, well, I didn't get that one. I'm going to try again tomorrow. I'm going to try again tomorrow. Or are you like, well, that, that sucked. Uh, time to move on. Or, like, I guess I'm wondering, are, are you going to try to, do you think you're going to try to make up for those workouts or are you just going to like try to, when you're better, do really well at your next workout?
1: No, making up workouts is a really bad idea unless it's something like you couldn't do it because unless you stopped for a reason that was more psychological than physical, and even then, I feel like you should make up your workout because immediately I got – so on Tuesday, we had – which is my favorite workout. It's called the Michigan And normally I really like, I like doing that and it's a tough workout, but I remember last cycle when we finished it and it was really cool and I was really empowered. And that was the first one that I bombed. I only got through two intervals and then it was just, and I tried to start the next intervals before pulling the plug because it just wasn't happening. And, um, of course, immediately I was like, well, maybe I can try again tomorrow. But the reason that I stopped wasn't like... It was because I literally was, my chest was like, really like, I was getting shortness of breath and it was just not, it was a sickness. And so if I tried again the next day, I don't think it would have gone any better. And also I felt like that day, I just, I, I felt like I had done the workout. Like my body just felt, had felt like I had done it anyway. And then I also emailed Uh, like the man that who coaches my teammates who I know and (laughs) I take their plan. Yeah. Um, I emailed him and said, this is what's going on. What should I do? And he basically was like rest and then try again. Like just try the next workout, which we tried on Friday and I bombed that one too. But I had lower expectations for that one. Like I really – wanted, for well, that one, technically, I met my expectation, because all I wanted to do was get through one of the intervals. And I did. And then I would realized that like, that was enough for my body at that point. And so it's an all stress is kind of stress. So I think that I it's hard, but you just have to sort of accept that you did what you could do for that day especially in the condition that my body was in. And it was really hard. And it doesn't it's not easier. And it's hard to wrap my mind around, which is why I was so sappy on Friday and just throwing myself a pity party. Um, Because I don't like not being able to finish workouts, even if it's not my willpower. It's something that I can't control. I just don't like it. It feels icky. But no, I'm not going to try to make it up. I'm just going to rest as much as I can and then try again when we do a workout on Tuesday. And I also just, I know that like a good marathon performance or a marathon performance in general, isn't always the, like the eight weeks before that race. It's like the year or two before that race. So as long as I show up to Atlanta healthy, I'll be happy with whatever happens. And, um, I, you know, there. Everybody is having a different road to the trials, so I'm not super. I, I was more just like sappy yesterday, just because that was yeah. just how I was.
0: Well, and, and and you deserve to be that way, and I I think you know training is peaks and valleys, right? And mm-hmm. you're you're having a little valley right now, and if you try to turn a valley into a peak maybe you're not getting your full training cycle. You're supposed to have some downs. And and it sucks, but we do we do have downs. And that's why I ask like okay, so you're not you you did what your body could that day. It wasn't like you were feeling like I don't want to run today. Oh, tomorrow I absolutely want to run. Look at me kill the workout. You're doing like my body uh did as much as it could today like you said all stress is stress you know and you're gonna have you're gonna have peaks and valleys and you're gonna have build and recovery and this might be a little bit unexpected recovery but uh maybe you're building per perspective maybe (laughs) maybe that's what you're building (laughs) i don't know i think it's
1: just keeping me humble (laughs) keeping my ego in check and you yeah know, you have a happens. you have a hard
0: you have a hard time with that you have a hard time with keeping your ego in check i right? know
1: i know i just <laughs> brag about everything
0: no but you know what it is it, it is interesting because this is kind of like it it sucks to say like this is your this is the big time but also when you qualified for the trials you're like i did it i qualified for the trials now i just want to have a good training session to run well there yeah right so, you know, you're having, like what you said, is a typical training session. People um, have ups and downs in peaks and valleys and it sucks. So you had a pity party. Did you invite all yeah, of your friends or I just some of your friends? I was
1: listening to an, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: I just said, did you invite oh, some w- of your friends or all of your friends?
1: D- oh, did I invite them Where?
0: To your pity party.
1: (laughs) Oh, I invited my coworker, and I apologized to her yesterday. And she's like, no, it's fine. You can, like, have, everybody deserves to have a pity party. So it's fine. Um, You know, I was listening to a podcast with Scott Faubel, who runs for NAZ Elite, and he uh, is going to the trials. And so is his, like, partner slash, like, they have this, like, ongoing war on Twitter and uh, named Scott Smith. And he was, like, talking about a time when, like, um, when Scott Smith ran his PR. And he's like, I wasn't expecting that. I don't think he finished one workout in that cycle. And he looked terrible. Then he had a great taper, and he was fine. And he ran a PR. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I don't think I'm going to run a PR, but at least that makes me feel good that I just want to feel good during the race. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, but that could happen. I mean, you're not going to suddenly get fit over the next three weeks, right? No, technically, I'm
1: probably not going to get any fitter and nobody else is either. I mean, we're all technically like we should be pretty fit right now. And it's more about like maintaining and honing right now. So I'm fine. It'll be fine.
0: Yeah. And it's about feeling good. It's about going into the thing feeling good. Yes. That's it. And and if you got good sandwiches along the way, you're gonna feel good.
1: Yeah, it's true. So, like, can we talk about? Have you been paying attention to the other uh, ultra runners that are participating in the trials?
0: No, um, I've I've been in work hell. Um, the only thing I would say that I know about the world of ultra runners right now is that Jim Walmsley ran a 102 half marathon. Yeah, that, that's the only thing I know about ultra runners, right which now. is
1: really cool. But I have like a small bone to pick because I'm going to advocate for my other ultra runners that also have qualified for the Olympic trials. Jim Walmsley is not the only ultra runner that is qualified for the Olympic trials. Absolutely. And I like it that we ha- that like we meaning white men in the ultra running community have like a beacon of hope that they somehow think he's going to make the team, which if he does great. But I mean, come on, show some love for like the ultra running women that have also made the trials. Yes, Jim is amazing, but like there are a lot more women that are ultra runners, like good ultra runners, like E.U. Wang and like Devin Yanko that have made the standard. And mm-hmm. it's like all we see is Jim, which is great. Right. I like Jim, exactly. but like, come on, come on.
0: Preach, girl, preach. Come on. So, tell me about him. Tell me about Devin Yanko. Tell me about Yeo Wang. Tell me what's going on because I'm not on the internet. I'm not on the Twitters. I'm not on the Grams. I'm nowhere, right? Like, I'm away from everything. And somebody came up to me and told me Jim Wellesley ran a 102. That's because they knew that maybe I would care about it. But I'm like completely inside a, you know, um, a little bubble here that's fully isolated. So this is, this is our time to talk about the runners that matter.
1: That's the thing. There isn't much. I've only seen a little bit about EO and I mean, I've only seen a little bit about Devin and I only know what I'm doing, but there isn't much going on other than like just random, like you did, EO did one, the North face 50 and Devin has the second fastest 50 mile time in the country. And I mean, we're all training. We're just not like our training isn't a spectacle. And I, and so, I mean, and I think, and I understand people like spectacle and Jim is very fast and that's great. I don't know. I was just, I don't know, just on my.
0: No, get on your horse. Um, so what's, so what's going on, you know, four women that have qualified for the trial. So what's going on with Amelia? What's going on with Chelsea? What's going on? Tell me tell me, the Ithaca crew that um, is going to the trials.
1: So Amelia is not going to the trials. Amelia is doing Black Canyon. Oh. Yes. She's an ultra runner, but she's not going to the trials. So Chelsea and Bailey and I are but going to the trials.
0: But didn't Amelia actually? She did Philly really?
1: and ran a 311.
0: Oh, I thought, no, That's I thought speedy. she had. No, but I thought she had qualified prior to that. I guess I was confused. Okay, so you got Chelsea, and you got Bailey, and you got you. Yes. So let's talk about those people because you know what they're doing.
1: Well, we're meeting twice a week, and basically Bailey is extremely fit, like I said earlier, and it's amazing to watch her run because someday I believe I could be there, and that would be really cool. Chelsea is also extremely fit, um, but – We just, Bailey has had a very solid buildup. She hasn't had any of the hiccups that Chelsea and I have had. So she's just at a different level than we are. So our training is a little bit different. Bailey can handle a little bit of a higher mileage right now just because she's trained for it and fit for it. Whereas Chelsea and I are being a little bit more creative in our approach and being a little bit more cautious. And so I think my strength in the trials might be more, relying on my endurance and then uh honing like a little bit of a sharp pointy end to get to a faster pace and Chelsea she's just very experienced so she's also got like a little bit of a she's had she has more fast marathons than I do obviously so that's probably where she's going to come from um but her coach is being cautious with her just because of her knee. But Bailey just has a very strong body right now, has a very strong training cycle. And she's been training basically since like November. So I was still like in JFK slash recovery mode and she was already starting to train. So she is just extremely fit and it'll be really awesome to watch her. She's going to be the Ithaca lady to watch and then Chelsea and then me. Um and it's they are we are very blessed having a couple other training partners here in Ithaca that we train with. So um we're just keeping on, keep it on. It's been really fun and I feel feel really good about it.
0: So do do any of you have goals? Times? I think Bailey
1: would like to PR in her marathon. But I don't it's so hard because the course is just so hilly.
0: Yeah. So Yeah, and and it's in a different temperature and you're training in the winter and you're going down south and Yeah. So so um on my on my Running Inside Out podcast um earlier this month I interviewed um Melissa Johnson White. Yes. Now, Melissa Johnson White uh is going for her uh, fifth Olympic trials. She is uh, 39, and she has uh, qualified in the 5K and the 10K, and the pre or in the 10Ks previously, and now she's qualified for the marathon. And you know she's run with uh, uh, Hanson Brooks, and so and she's a coach for Luke Humphrey. So she's like uh, you know um, in uh, stuck in there in the up, up to her waist in, you know, legit running. And even she's going into this with, uh, I want to see what I can do. You know, can, can she get back into the two thirties, you know? And, and I'm pretty sure that that's a, that's a good, like a good mindset to have. Like you're, you're not going to run a two twenty five. you know, you're just not, Right. So, like, go down there and have a good race and a good run. And I mean, she's run all over the world. She's run with everybody. Right. And she's just like, I personally would like to get into the 230s, and this is a group I could run with. And if I have a good training session, I can get down there.
1: Yeah. I think it's about, I'm not going to sandbag myself and say, Oh, I'll be happy with a sub three. I mean, which, is a fine time. I'm just going to be realistic on the day and try. I'm, I, if I, I'm going to try my hardest on the day and I've been trying my hardest through this training cycle. I know I'm being honest. And so as long for me, as long as I put in the work and what that, that, as long as I put in the work and I'm having fun, which I have been, I'm fine with whatever happens on that day as long as on that day I still put in hard work.
0: There you go. So
1: I don't expect to start on the line and be like, oh, I'm just going to jog because I don't think I'd be happy with that. I just don't think I would. And that would eat at me.
0: I've been to a lot of races you've run. I don't ever think you've shown up to a race and said, I'm just going to jog this one out.
1: (laughs) I can't. It's hard.
0: Right. So you're going to put in the work and you're in a place that's a good place. And once you get rid of whatever kind of uh, free loading bacteria is inside your lungs, then you're going to be good to go.
1: I I think so. I mean, I think if if this if anybody wants to take anything away from this conversation, it's that everybody is having a different buildup, and sometimes you have a couple setbacks, and that doesn't mean you can't put a hard effort in on the day. It just means that your hard effort. You're just going to have to accept what the hard effort means. Yeah. And that's okay. And we're all going to go down and have a good time.
0: Yeah. The other way is you could have an absolutely perfect training run, the best training run that you could possibly ever have and go down there expecting a PR and have a terrible day. So maybe your bad days are coming now. You know, like, I mean, there's ups and downs. There's always ups and downs. There's not a world full of only ups. So,
1: and then I have four years to try again.
0: <laughs> and you'll be like 24 by then. So, I know. <laughs>
1: I know. I'll have my learner's permit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm ready to move on. What do you think?
1: I think we should transition to everybody's favorite segment.
0: What are you eating, Ellie?
1: Um so this past week, I last weekend I made beans from scratch and quinoa. And so I was eating a lot of that this week, but then with my stomach uh with the, or with my with this little like um virus or chest cold that I've gotten, my uh, like stomach hasn't been super solid. so uh, though that combination, although probably extremely good for me in this training cycle, I had to switch towards the end of the week to just more like uh, less fibrous and less nutrient dense carbohydrates. So I was doing pretty, pretty good at the beginning of the week with like, I cooked all everything and then I was liking it. I mean, my like beans and quinoa and cheese, you know, but then towards the end of the week, I sort of switched to like peanut butter and jelly just because my stomach needed something more solid to hold in there. So I, so it would actually hold it in there instead of the stopping four times on the run.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I trust me. I've had that one more than once. Um, yeah. but okay. That sounds good. I mean, you're into like, um, you got down to, did you rehydrate those beans? Like, yes. yeah, that's the, that's, I cook
1: them in the slow cooker.
0: There you go. I cook mine in the fast cooker, the instant pot.
1: Oh yeah. I don't have one of
0: those. Mm. Maybe we'll have to get you one of those. Cause you got places to go. You can't be waiting for your beans.
1: No, no. I, I don't think I would use it. No. No, just, I've looked, I looked. I've looked at it. I just don't think I would use it.
0: You go slow and steady, huh?
1: I just cook once a week. So on Saturday, <laughs> I just throw everything into the slow, throw it into the slow cooker, and then like that day, I can, I can, I know I'll have like five hours to let it cook.
0: Nice. I guess that. I guess that's fine. If I could get by cooking once a week, that'd be that'd be pretty good.
1: But then I mean, also, it's like I ran out of food by like. Tuesday and a half. So then I ate <laughs> peanut butter and jelly for the rest of the week.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I. So Ellie's
1: hobo recipe of the week is peanut butter and jelly. I,
0: um, yeah. If you're only cooking once a week, maybe you should plan to get beyond, uh, Tuesday and a half. Yeah. Well. Just the thought. Um, so so, I'm still rocking a bunch of Dr. Progress, um, but my favorite new thing that I found um, this week was we have a place in Rochester called Balsam Bagels. And yeah, Balsam, you took me there. Yes, and they are so good, and they have a bunch of vegan stuff. They have um, even uh, vegan cream cheese and all that.
1: Vegan locks, yeah. Yep. I got that.
0: All, all the goodness. And, uh, they had a thing called, um, this week they had a thing called power slaw. And so I bought myself a pound of power slaw and it's like, um, shredded zucchini and shredded carrots. Um, it is, um, cucumbers, uh, cranberry, um, shredded up Brussels sprouts, and it's all they're all fresh, right, and they're all like uh tossed in like a really light oil and so you know with with cabbage and brussels sprouts and zucchini and carrots and cranberries like this thing is just it's a literal delight like it's so good and I'm not a that coleslaw person like if all you give me is just straight up coleslaw like you know cabbage and vinegar i don't I don't love that. But that uh, sounds pretty good though. Yeah, power slaw. That's my uh that's my tip. Balsam bagel power slaw this week.
1: Uh I will have to have to add that to the list of when I go to Rochester. Well
0: we'll have to we'll have to get you down. I mean, they do such good stuff. They had a they had a lentil a lentil salad uh also that was kinda lentils and uh tomatoes and cucumbers. That was kinda eyeballing me, but the power slaw won over. So
1: oh. Combine
0: them. Yeah, right? Wrap <laughs> them in a burrito. You know what? That honestly, that would be a an amazing burrito right there. I know. Whoa. All right. I gotta get I see the thing is I can see that and I can appreciate it and I can love it. And a lot of people that are probably listening because they're cause they're your people are probably gonna be like, you could just make that at home. And I'd be like, yeah, that's the thing. I need that part. I need to trigger, like, I know when I go to Balsam Bagels that I love every one of their salads. I don't know how to flip the switch to make that salad into a thing that on a Saturday afternoon I make at my house. You know what I mean?
1: The motivation has to strike. Sometimes I can't do it either.
0: Well, and it's the inspiration, too, and it's the preparation, right? You have to have all those things in your house, and then you have to be inspired and go, if I chop all these things together and put them in there inside a bowl, it'll be magic. Whereas if I go into balsam, I go, hey, those people got magic.
1: And you're supporting local business.
0: <laughs> there you go, Ellie. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, way to spin that one for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's what I do. Make everybody feel comfortable.
0: <laughs> All right, girl. girl. Well,
1: All right, this was good.
0: Are you feeling like you're going to uh, be up and running soon?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got, I'm going to be up and running tomorrow at eight.
0: And you're going to, and you're going to be, you're over your thing. You're ready to go.
1: I'm going to, I mean, I feel fine. Like I feel good while I'm running normally. So but I think just coming back to workouts this week, I'll just moderate it. And I might make the intervals a little bit shorter and give myself a little break and hopefully we'll be all right.
0: All right. Um, I think, I think, you know, even if you have like a few easy runs in the sense of just running, I think you'll be all right on the other side of it.
1: Well, what do you think we do in between the two
0: workouts, Chris? I know. I know, but you got a workout coming up. On Okay, okay if everybody could see the face that Ellie just gave me, it was like... It was like, you know, that emoji where it's like a straight eye and a straight mouth and then another straight eye. That's pretty much what she gave me.
1: (laughs) I I mean, our next workout's Tuesday. Like, I got like a couple days of easy running.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, Tomorrow's
1: easy long, which is my favorite, and everybody's coming. It's going to be a gang.
0: All right, good. Um, Yep. All right, we'll do this again when I'm not in... um, professional work hell and you're not in yes. sickness we'll record at least one more before you go to atlanta sure and then when you come back from atlanta we'll we'll um we'll flip a coin to see who talks about twisted uh, frozen branch or atlanta okay mm-hmm. that's it then uh you want to tell anybody anything about what they should do did you practice all of your lines
1: no but i never practice i just wing it so you should all follow us on Uh, Instagram at hamstrings and heartstrings and leave us a rating and review. And I will give you a shout out on my extremely popular Instagram story.
0: It's your Instagrams are are legit. I mean, everybody (laughs) likes, everybody likes your rap faces, your burrito faces. Everybody likes them, right?
1: I don't know why. (laughs) I don't hold much back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and tell your friends. Uh, you know, if 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 you don't like your friends or if you do like your friends, tell them to listen. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in a little bit. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.